Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today we're going to talk about Season 6, Episode 11, Day Out of Days. Dude. Dude. Uh, from whatever the streamer is. As completion of the film creates an unanticipated opportunity for Dawson... Joey lands back in Boston, where she goes face-to-face with Professor Hetson's unruly teenage daughter. This episode first aired at some point. Let's find out when. <laughs> I like his daughter better than him. I like his daughter. She's got um, grit. She just probably. wants to surf, you Is know? That right? What's up? She's got grit. Yeah, she does have grit, and she just wants to surf, you know? Yeah, I, <laughs> that's true. Again, great casting for yeah. um, Blue Crush. And for this too, but really for Blue Crush. Holy shit. (laughs) Uh, This episode first aired January 15th, 2003. It was written by the one. What? The only. Who? Dina. Oh. Oh my goodness. Mozzarella, mozzarella. Uh, Robert Duncan McNeil. Yay. We at this point it could be like directed by fucking Kim Moffat and we'd be like, ah, fuck him. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um Do you did you like this episode? What were your This episode is one of the reasons why a whole generation of men walked into college and was like, I could be a director. Yeah. So I blamed Austin for that. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I was pretty indifferent about it. Yeah, I like the Christmas I'm, episode better. Me too. I'm going to say, um, obviously, we are fans of Gina Fattori. Sure. Feels like there was a lot of in-the-room rewriting happening here. <laughs> I feel like we say that for every one of her episodes. Yeah, me? <laughs> yeah, but I believe it, though, because she's never done anything wrong. <laughs> Obviously. She's Obviously, like a, she's so, never yeah. done anything wrong ever in her life. Just like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cold open. Um, just after midnight on a random Monday, the movie, she's a wrapped. Oh, at 12.01 a.m. So that means they were shooting on a Sunday. Yeah, man, which is which sucks. But also now the movie is done. Golden hour, golden hour, golden hour, golden hour. Everybody <laughs> got paid so fucking much yeah. money. Yeah. Even in the 90s. Or, oh or I guess we're in the 2000s. Mayhaps in the 90s more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, Todd thanks everyone. And then Natasha, Todd's like, thank you so much. And Dawson's like, all right, well, good speech. And then Natasha finds Dawson. And I don't really get their interaction. I mean, either. Like, why is she so bitter? She's playing like this bitter old ex-girlfriend thing, but she broke up with him, didn't she? She broke up with him. And also she was like, it was never that serious. Like, all I don't understand any of this. Yeah. This is like the, that's so stupid. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Yeah. Thank, that was my input. Thank you so much. Um, and that's it. That's a wrap on the episode. I'm so stupid. Um, <laughs> 
no whatever goodbye natasha <laughs> yeah she um she tells him good luck because he'll need because she's like she's gonna go back to la she has a bit part in a stevie spiels movie and dawson good on him plays it very cool and he's she's like it's like a two-day thing he's like it'll probably leave to more and um then she's like i don't know she reads dawson being like i'm sure it will lead to more as being like fuck you and she's like <laughs> I don't know. She's shitty to him. Tells him good luck because you'll need it. Like what? Are, what's happening right now? I mean, listen. He knows. We all know he'll need the luck, but you don't have to tell him that, Natasha. You'll need luck. You know what? Frankly, as we learned in this episode, um, he doesn't need the luck. He'll be all right. He has the luck. He was born a, a white cis het boy in America. Yeah. Whoa. Do you like America or? <laughs> 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 what uh nobody can see actually you know what actually let's play let's give the whole picture what nobody can tell is that i am wearing a hillary clinton 2016 campaign shirt and just took a hearty sip of i'll be honest champagne out of Ooh. an america mug <laughs> it's not just like an america mug it is like the united states flag is plastered as big as humanly possible on a huge ass mug fully wrapped around fully it's like wrapped a 12-ounce mug <laughs> it's almost like as if like maga people would use that mug yeah absolutely to be like and they, i love america i think that they would be like i don't know it's a little gauche <laughs> they don't know what gauche means <laughs> they would never fucking say gauche wait hang on can we side note for a second okay. i've recently learned who travis kelsey is yeah um him and his brother are fun do you know he has a brother <laughs> yes kevin <laughs> they're funny I know they have a whole podcast. They played against each other in the Super Bowl last year. I did not know that. I, I am the the girl in all those videos. That's like this like, episode's <laughs> going to air 15 years after this happened, but we're recording it the Wednesday after the weekend. But I've seen all this stuff on Twitter. People being like, Travis Kelsey is a pro-vax, anti-America, free speech loving idiot, and he's only with Taylor Swift because she can't sing. And literally, like, obviously, none of that is true. But all I keep thinking is like, I wish that this had happened next year at this time, because I think that Taylor Swift could get Biden another yeah. presidency <laughs> with how much all these like pro-Trump people are coming out against her. Yeah, she has so much power. I know she really—it's terrifying. In a good way, in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. Yes, no, it's fine. It's great. Don't come after us, Swifties. We're scared. <laughs> I'm always anyway. scared of them. They're so young and do-gooders. I know, but they, I know, but I'm afraid of anybody at that age, frankly. Yeah, the youth. They're scared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, act one. Um, so that was Monday. So this episode called Day Out of Days, which we talked about last week, what the dude is, goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday. Friday, I guess. Yeah, I had to help her with that. She she always forgets, <laughs> you know. Well, it's like, what's the point of a Friday? What's the point of any day? <laughs> what's the point of anything? Why? <laughs> I mean, whoa. Act one. Now it's Tuesday. <laughs> um, so it's Tuesday. Joey is calling someone. We're not meant to know who it is, but it's very clearly, obviously, Eddie. Um, but I think it's meant to be like someone at Christmas could be Eddie or Dawson. I don't know. I mean, of course, it's not going to be Dawson. It's like such an old song and dance if she's like trying to call Dawson. If anything, she should be calling Dawson to be like, hey, how's your house? Is there still a giant hole in it? <laughs> and does your mom need help cleaning up? 
Yeah. Has, is the insurance going through? Um, like, what are we doing here, guys? <laughs> How did not- Lily sleep that night? <laughs> where did Lily sleep that night? She's probably, that kid, where, where was she, by the way? <laughs> oh my God, we she- haven't seen her since. Oh my God. Audrey, <laughs> what'd you do? Hodge. Um, so she's calling, obviously, Eddie. And then uh, she leaves a message. He doesn't answer. And then she goes back to work where some absolute fucking creeps are trying to talk up Harley. That's Hudson's daughter, who is a youth. She's 13, I think. Maybe 15. 15? Eight. How old is she? (laughs) She's 15 going on 35. Oh, 13 going on 30. Am I right? This bar. No, yeah, I get it. This bar. (laughs) Is the strangest place because it serves root beer floats. It serves as a place for people like Joey to study. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's what happens when you have characters who are none of the or which 21, but your main pl- hangout spot is a bar. I guess you have to make it an all anything goes type of joint. You would know better than I would because you're rewatching it. Is it um, a la the Peach Pit? Oh my god. I love Beverly Hills now two and out. Um no, the Peach Pit was a diner. Okay. Diner would have been better. Perhaps. Yeah, for sure. I don't know yeah. why they made it a bar when none of the characters can like go there and drink. I don't know. But you know, what do I know? It's a, you know? We, we you know. trust you, Gina. In Gina we yeah. trust. In Gina we trust, and we've always said that. That's what it says yeah. in fine print under your mug. <laughs> I wish. Jennifer? (laughs) Um, So she is there because she has ditched a field trip at the high school that she goes to. She goes to high school. Yeah, she's 15. Yeah. Or eight. We don't know. Um, And then these like full on. And she looks like she's 15. Mm -hmm. She doesn't look like she's in college. Um, and these college guys are creeping on her. Um, but she was at the bar looking for Eddie because remember she has like a crush on him. And then Joey's like, I don't know where Eddie is. And then uh, we're out of that scene. So what? So this episode also, in addition to going Monday through, what's the other one? Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, Friday. Uh, it also is like each little storyline is standalone. Yeah. Do you th- Kinda, is it better yeah. to go Monday through Friday or act through act? That's just do act through act like you normally do okay classic oh here's a cat uh, um so then we're at the aquarium where harley's class is in the background because she's supposed to be there uh but pacey is there he finds emma at the aquarium and she's drawing because she's an artiste she's so pensive too, sitting near the fishies what's up well you know <laughs> jumping the shark a little bit but she goes yeah. there to like think and like spend time but it's like girl you spend money to go there every day like there, there's a ticket you have to buy for admission right maybe she has a discount maybe she has a british discount why why would they offer <laughs> british people a discount at the aquarium i don't know it's like when your ex comes in and you want them you want them to think you're doing really well and you don't like need their money and you want them to think that you're cool. So Americans just give British people stuff for free, maybe. Okay. I feel like we're working through it. Ruth, you just do you. We'll be here. <laughs> Walk on through, bud. 
<laughs> okay, got it. Just curious why she's just spending all of her time at an aquarium in the middle of Boston. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You know what also is weird? Speaking of characters who are not even 21, it's weird that Pacey is meant to be, what, 20 years old, but he looks like he's 45. Well, it's that fucking goatee really ages him up. Bruce, yeah. stop walking this way. She has opinions about Pacey's goatee. She's insane. Um, yeah, the, the goatee ages him up for sure. That's all. Yeah. Um, Emma is there because she's waiting for whatever happens at one o'clock, which we don't know yet. Uh, Pacey goes there sometimes during his lunch to, you know, just think thoughts while looking at fishes as one does. Um, but Pacey cool. has never seen what happens at one o'clock because he goes back to work. And that's that scene. <laughs> He's like, some of us work. Okay. Yeah, and frankly, Emma, you should be glad because his work helps pay his part of the rent for the trouble um, flat. The trouble hut? The trouble, trouble flat because yeah. she's British. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I don't love their chemistry because now after this like Christmas party, it's like it's very um, day after the morning after. I was going to say day after tomorrow. It's not that vibe, but it's very morning after and it's like... I don't really want them to be a couple. Ugh. Okay. I'm not, no spoilers, but I, I am curious what you're thinking about them having this episode, this storyline in this episode when it's the last half of the final season. Yeah, that is a good point. Huh. I see what you're drawing down. So, <clears throat> let's move on again no spoilers just you know yeah whatever. no spoilers but you know everything that's gonna happen oh yeah yeah big time sure. uh and then uh we're out of that scene and then jen oh my jen god is jen. still a character in the show we remember her and she still looks adorbs obviously oh, and yeah, why obviously. is she still hanging out with cj i don't know she's doing this peer counseling training with cj because cj i guess is cj is like the peer counselor leader um, but he sucks and he slept with Audrey. And so the training is super awkward. And Jenna's, I guess, doing this peer counseling, even though it feels like she could do something else. But she's doing this and um, she's very like annoyed at being trained by CJ and then is like one hour in. It's like, I'm going to quit, I think. <laughs> so, sure. uh, CJ tries to talk her out of quitting by saying that she should make it about what Jen wants to do and not about the fact that CJ slept with Audrey, which I feel like Jen should have been like, I don't actually give two fucking thoughts to that. I just don't like you in general. Yeah, I really am so confused as to why she's like in this situation and at all. But I guess they need, it's better than nothing for Jen, you know? Yeah, yeah. At least she's in this episode with more than one line. Yeah, and a little less eyeliner than last time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're at the clinic where Jack and David, his um, guy he's hanging out with. Not boyfriend. Are, How dare you? Don't even think that. Not, not a boyfriend. Uh, are getting tested for STIs. Good, good boys. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, and then the last scene for this act is that we're in a meeting with Dawson, Todd, and the studio execs who um, were watching the i guess like a test audience watched their their movie already somehow <laughs> wow For in this 24 is, hours 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but the test audience watched the movie and the comments were not good. And so they need to do reshoots. So now we're 24 hours out. By the way, Hollywood baby. <laughs> Super sped up, but Hollywood baby. Yeah. <laughs> no one would ever speak to a director like this. Like in no. this meeting. No. Um, but Dawson, so they're like, they're talking to him about the um, reshoots. And then Dawson slick. Todd's like, I need a cigarette. Dawson's like, I get you. I need to get a lighter. Because Todd's he like tosses, out. Yeah. He's losing his fucking mind. It's been 24 hours. My guy, those sets are still up. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. But it's, like, it's, it's crazy perfect. that it's been edited by then, too. Wow. Well, Best in the biz. You know, you cut as you go. Yeah. And like, as we know, because we are so prolifically used to be in the biz, you um, film it in order that you watch it. So it's yeah. basically does it in itself. Yeah. And you only need one. You only film what's going to be in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that answers so. our question. <laughs> yeah. They just use a fucking uh, VHS in the video camera and just like cut. Okay. Open the cut. And then oh, just handed the VHS. Record. Yep. So actually, what, what the, we're st- we're stupid. Well, yeah, we knew that. <laughs> no, hey, hey, hey. My eyes itchy. Oh. Anyway, I'm okay. I'll I'll persevere, but it's gonna be tough. Nevertheless. Yeah. <sighs> um. So Dawson's or uh, Todd's flipping out. Dawson's like, "Hey, let me go get you a light for your cigarette that you're gonna smoke indoors in 2003." Okay. Um, and then he, um, on his way out, tosses Todd's phone in his pocket and then steps out to use the office phone to call Todd very Ocean's Eleven. Ooh. Dawson, you sneaky little sneaky snake. What a heist. Yeah. <laughs> um, side note, I just watched Ocean's Eight again. Mm. I fucking love it. Oh, I should, I'm due for a rewatch of that movie. The beginning where Sandra Bullock, like, post-jail, the, ho- the no spoilers, but the hotel stuff, really cool. Wish I could. The balls, you know? Also, Sandra mm. Bullock. Speaking of someone who's never done anything wrong in her entire life. Oh, my God. And also thoughts and prayers. Oh, my God, I know. But also, yeah. how hot is she? Oh, my God. Uh, I could never. Jesus. You, every day you do, though. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Big response from my live audience here. They must agree. Wow. Are you standing over now? No, but everyone's just nodding and clapping, you know, like they Yeah. They Trying to be it. respectful. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh oh my god, namaste? <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What did they think at the beginning of this episode when you were talking and your microphone was still across the other side <laughs> of the room? <laughs> And I was trying to deny that I didn't just wake up. <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's your commitment. I was like, no, audience. I wasn't sleeping at all. I was definitely awake. My eyes were awake. Oh, here's my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got her. She's back. She's asleep. I'm drinking champagne. We're fucking doing it. We're doing it. Drink the champagne that I can't have. Cheers. Merga. It's not bad. Um, um, I lost my place and it wasn't because of the champagne because I got distracted by thinking about Sandra Bullock anyway um, so Dawson tells Todd to go outside meet him in the hall so that Todd can remind or so that Dawson can remind Todd that if he does not shut his mouth 
they're going to hire another director for the reshoots. Yeah. He's basically like, you got to chill the fuck out. Like, it's a, at best, B-rated horror film that you, by the way, kind of hated at the beginning of this. It's not fucking art. Yeah. Like, just, plus, the more you have to reshoot, the more money you get, don't you? Yeah. So, you know, a job's a job, man. Actors are on strike right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's not like you're going to have to wait around for rewrites. Although you do, though, because what you have to fix is the ending. Anyway, the point is, as a director, when you have to do reshoots, so much fucking money. I mean, they make so much money anyway, but then, like, more money. Even more money. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool to do their deal memos when you're making just a little <laughs> bit above wage. minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> very it's very cool. humbling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it kind of works. Todd like goes back inside and he stays calm for a second. And then he like truly loses his mind. And I wrote this down <laughs> that um, because it's we're currently the writers have just um, negotiated their deal and are maybe able to go back to work, but also might not because of the actor still being on strike. Very cool time in our industry. <laughs> um, so I wrote, you know what? Fuck it. Todd's right. Fuck the executives. Because he was like, you guys don't know anything about entertainment and yeah fuck them yeah 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 so there we go see hose nice (laughs) never heard that before actually they're little see hose all of them Actually, that makes me think they're like kind of sexy i know being a hoe is kind of cool now but like um okay early 2000s it wasn't so oh no big time well that's it was a different time yeah so they're hoes, but not the 2023 version of hoes. No. Not, now that makes me think of like Tay Diggs and set it up like that kind of hoe. I had a dream last night with Tay Diggs. Oh, my God. First of all, oh, my God. I know. Also, oh, my God. I, I, I was going to prom and he was my date. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love that for you. I, um, <laughs> when is the last time you saw something with Tay Diggs slash the prom? Could not tell you, but hormonal pregnancy dreams are wild, man. Oh my god, maybe the baby is gonna go to prom with Tay Diggs's like kid or cousin or grandkid or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Well, Tay Diggs Actually, has children with Adina Menzel. Oh my god, I forgot they're together. Oh my god, well, they used to be there. That divorced. baby is what's that? They're divorced. Oh shit. Well, they had kids together though, so yeah, good on those kids. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that baby is going to have a straight up hottie for a prom date. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they want to, if they want to. Only if they consent to it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, um, Todd Todd walks off and tells him, good luck in all your future endeavors. <laughs> Which, honestly, hell of a line. <laughs> good luck in all your future endeavors. It, no, it wasn't Todd. It was me. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah. It was a hell of a line, Gina. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> Act two. Now it's Wednesday. Oh, uh, new I see what they're doing here. Yeah, see, it's the day. It's the dude. The days of the week. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> she always forgets <laughs> Friday, you guys. I don't know why either. I'm so pretty. I don't need to think about things. Mm. Anyway, Wednesday. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. Uh, new semester, but I guess Joey's. A, not kicked out of Worthington original, and also B, she's still in Hetson's class. 
Is that normal yeah. for a real college? No, once a sem- class only lasts for a semester, unless she like f- for some reason took another one of his classes, which is crazy. That seems not the case because at one point in another day, she um, oh no, in this one she tells she like goes up to Hetson to say, "Hey, your kid ditched school and met went to a bar." Just a FYI for you. Yeah, and he's first of all, classic is like an asshole takes it as a personal slight. Yeah. He was like, don't get involved in my business. She's like, well, yeah, well I had to make her a root beer goddamn float. <laughs> so. Um, but he also is like, when she walks up, the first thing he says is no, I'll answer this again. You cannot drop this class. Okay. <laughs> so then she didn't sign up again. Otherwise she's, and she's not, but otherwise she'd be a real ding dong to do so. I don't know, man. I feel like Hudson's got some kind of creepy fantasy going on for her. Maybe he talked to, what's his name? Yeah. The other guy from last season. Oh, oh yes. The, uh, what's what's his character? Oh, Oliver. Oliver? Wild. Professor Professor Wild. Wild. Yeah. Oliver is Ollie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're so, listen, oh shit, maybe we both have iron deficiencies. Oh no. (laughs) Why do you not like drinking alcohol out of a proper vessel? I don't know, actually. All right. We'll get into it. That's our next podcast. Oh my God. (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I'm still thinking about that. I should have brought the gin. No, I got to save the gin. I've been having that blueberry gin that I got. Oh, yeah. I've been doing the, the talking text about it. Again, mm-hmm. you'll this will be five years after <laughs> we talked about it. This gin will be long gone, but I'm still thinking about it. Mm. And in five years, I'll still be thinking about it. I'm sure you will. You don't just get it's over good. a gin like that. No, you don't. It's not because it doesn't taste like blueberry. It just, it's nice. Subtle. Yeah. What if by the time this episode airs, I like own a gin factory? Oh, that'd be cool. Manifest yeah. that shit. Okay, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> That's how you manifest. You just close your eyes and wish it really hard. No. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that scene is Joey's like, hey, I had to make your kid a root beer float. Hudson's like, don't ever talk to me again. And I think that's a good <laughs> dynamic for a teacher like, and a student. I have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Weird. Uh, in the back of the aquarium, Emma and Pacey are walking around in that pre one a.m. one no, well technically mm-hmm. still pre one a.m. But it is giving those vibes because this is like kind of turning into a date, even though they live together. Yeah, it's but a it very is weird vibe. Progressively, as the week goes on, a little more flirtatious. Yeah, because he's all like calling out of work now and is like breaking the rules. He's loosening little- his little Oxford tie. <laughs> Yeah. Got a little rom-com vibe to it. But they have zero chemistry. Yeah. Zero chem-chem. What's the opposite of chem-chem? Because um, I don't even think they have friend-chem. No, they... Sorry, I'm, I'm very... Um, what's the opposite of chem-chem? I don't know. It's a good question. We'll get back to it. We'll come back to it. Okay. Side note, really important. Going to leave it in. Ruth is in a basket right now and she looks so stinking cute. Aww. 
Yeah. She knows her angles. She uh, honestly, she does. (laughs) Nice. She ought to. Uh, She's an LA kitty. She's really small. She looks younger than she is, and she knows her angles. She knows how to find her light. A little bit of sass. Yeah. Yeah. She's good. (laughs) Um. So they're walking around in that pre 1 p.m. time. And um, Emma's there because they talk about why they go there most times. Emma's like, I like fish. I guess that's her thing. And then Pacey, who again is 20, says that it reminds him of who he used to be. (laughs) The drama. He's so melodramatic about it. Babe. Like last week? I don't know what you're talking about, honey. I used to live in this place called Cape Side, and uh, I know it it was only five seasons ago, but it feels like much longer. It really does. Man, I was doing the um, cover art for all the old episodes and was just seeing pictures from like earlier seasons and was like, man, when we lived at Cape Side. Yeah, we were different. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but also remember that he used to, um, he's of the ocean. He's a man of the sea. He's a seaman. (laughs) You know what that almost sounds like? No, tell me. (laughs) Never mind. Yep. Called her bluff, people. Called her bluff. (laughs) Fuck. Um, uh, And then once again, so he's like, hey, I'm here because it reminds me of who I used to be. And then Emma's like, why don't you stay? If If you are who you used to be, stay. For whatever happens at one o'clock, this like magical thing that happens at one o'clock, they really build it up. And that's important to know for when we get to it. Uh, and it works. He calls in sick. For the rest of the day. Yeah, he just plays hooky. He's like, I, uh, uh, I got it. I'm sick. And then he's like, this fucking 1 p.m. thing better be good. And is I, it? We'll see when we get to it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jen's back at her peer counseling training. So she didn't quit. It's going a little bit better um, in as in they at least kind of managed to do like the full amount of training for the day and only because David is also there as a buffer. Oh, oh David is Jack's boyf. Yeah. So she was working at a she had a very prolific career as a radio DJ in college mm-hmm. where she gave Which we advice all knew about for sure. Yeah. Which yeah, she gave advice time. live on the radio and like thrived in that. But now she has to give advice privately on this helpline and all of a sudden is bad at it. Very nervous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So that, sure. You know, yeah, that's right. Well, maybe to be fair, maybe the difference is like on the radio, people are calling in in a public setting to say like, Hey, I caught my boyfriend, um, like deleting, uh, emails. SMS texts because <laughs> um, it's 2003. So that's right, kind of right. all they could be deleting. Um, ripping up old printed photos and throwing them away. <laughs> so what should I do about that? And this is like people calling the helpline privately to be like, hey, um, I haven't whatever eaten in 72 hours. What should yeah. I do about it? I laughed like it's, that's not that's like very they're more serious things. No, it sounds like you're making fun of eating disorders. Um, <laughs> and I'm not and, and the laugh that's happening right now is not <laughs> continuing wow, to laugh. Guys, she's really losing it over just making fun of eating disorders. Um no, like she gets too real for Jen. She's just like, ugh, ugh this is so such a buzzkill. <laughs> Yeah, but she's, uh, but which is a bummer, but also like she's so, she'd be, this is like perfect for her. 
because she's lived, you know? Yeah, she's she was a cardiothoracic surgeon. Like we talk about who she used to be. She's got a past <laughs> life. She used to have so many storylines. Yeah. She used to love yeah. coffee. <laughs> loved coffee. Loved saying the word peanut. Well, never mind. Uh, she was a cardiothoracic <laughs> surgeon. She used to be, she'd look at her day out of days and be like, wow, I'm working every so day. much. <laughs> yeah, I'm like in all these scenes. I have such interesting storylines. She mm. really used to. Really? Yeah. She used to be part of it. Yeah. We'll get her on one day. <laughs> um, she would listen to us and be like, I don't, she would either, Michelle Williams would either hear this and be like, no, these girls are being so shitty about the fact that I had a film career as well. <laughs> or listen to this and be like, yeah, fucking, thank you. Oh, they missed me. Yeah. We just Whoa, missed Michelle you. Williams. Yeah. We are also very grateful for your film career, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, congratulations. But oh my God. But at what cost? Remember um, Blue Valentine's? Oh my God. I don't want to remember Blue Valentine. It would be so depressing, but so good. So good. So depressing. She's so good in it. Did she win anything for it? Ah, our hearts. That's all. That's all that matters, really. I mean, what's an award? What's a piece of brass? (laughs) I certainly wouldn't know. Me neither. Uh, Anyway, so she. Um, that's that scene is that she's stuck through her training. Also, um, Jack comes in to pick up David and we learn that they have not even kissed yet. So they're like, they're just in that like arena, I guess this is a long arena of flirting and hanging out all the time, but not. Yeah. It's been many, many episodes and they've been drinking together and partying and it's been established that basically Jack is a little hoe in a cool way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that they had already, I thought they were dating at this point, but they are not, which we learned in the scene and, uh, they're still, they're cute together. Yeah. Yeah. Two guys uh, at the studio, same. Dawson is back with the execs for a meeting that Todd does not know about. Um, he's like, he's very nervous. He's dropping everything. He's there to smooth things over, which immediately gets called out. And, um, he's like, Hey, listen, Todd was embarrassed, he, but he knows everything. He's got like he knows what he wants the new ending to be. He's ready to go, blah, blah, blah. And um, <laughs> would you like to say what happens next? You look like you are so happy for Dawson that I want your joy to, you know. To come across audioly. Audioly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So in a very realistic twist of fate, this We've studio, always said this storyline was the most realistic storyline. <laughs> like the executives were like, hey, wait a second. 20-year-old assistant to this director. Uh, why don't you direct this major moche? And uh, we'll call on a day. <laughs> no. I hate it so much. Act three, seamless oh. transition. <laughs> So Dawson gets this amazing, very realistic opportunity to direct a major motion picture at the ripe old age of 19 or 20. Yeah. Yeah. Which and that, like I the- said in the beginning, is why so many <laughs> white men strolled into college just being like, I'm going to be a director. I'm a director now. Dawson did it. So that happens, right? That's certainly why I went to film school <laughs> as a young man. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I never had the guts because I wasn't handed the privilege he was handed. handed. Fair. So, yeah. Uh, in in his defense, he does try and stop the ball from rolling. He's like, whoa, no, no, no. I'm like, 
this is Todd. I'm, I don't, uh, that's not what I'm asking for. This is for Todd, but, uh, you know, it, it does happen. Pretty big jump for someone who was called the PA a couple episodes ago. By his ex-girlfriend who was breaking up with him and then got back together with him and then broke up with him at Thanksgiving and then got, and then he was sad. She was leaving Thanks or Christmas. I mean, she was and now she's in a then, Stevie Spiels movie. Yeah. So, you know, Dawson's got a lot going on right now. <laughs> He's got a lot on his silver platter. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, thank you. Act three. Now it's Thursday. Jack Osborne is back. Jack Osborne is back. It's like we didn't need it. <laughs> we sure didn't need it. No, but think about 2003. It is the now, like, it's also like as I'm thinking this out, it's not great that this is the case. But what a quick way to tell the audience that Audrey is not doing well is that she is hanging out with Jack Osborne. I know. Because in 2003, they were like MTV reality show darlings. And also it was like very clear that none of them were like doing well. Emotionally stable. Yeah. Emotionally stable, um, drugly stable, any of that. So it does like tell a story pretty quickly that Audrey is not doing well because she's with him. Right. Yes. The famous drugly stable. Yeah. (laughs) And Audrey's rocking the straightest, most side ponytail I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. It's like someone straightened her hair to a crisp and was like, no, leave it there. We're just going to put an elastic around it and that's going to be your hairstyle. And it's going to be. And it's going to be great. So she's in L.A. She's in L.A. because it's been. So she went to Joey's for Christmas. Then I guess she was like, I did drive a car, so no better time than now to leave. Because I well, drove a car through your house. did eventually have to catch her flight. Her flight was just delayed. So after she drove the car into the house, she was like, oh, well, anyway, <laughs> got a flight well, to she, catch. Well, her flight wasn't delayed. She was drunk and missed it. Oh, yeah. So it got rescheduled through the airline. Yeah. So she's, she's back in LA now, uh, but she also stayed. Yeah. Because everyone's back at school. Because it's school time. And she's like, oops, I'm still in sunny LA. Whoops. Um, she's in LA. She's broke, we learn. And she is um, a mess. She and Jack are both post party. Yeah. Like the sun is up and they're like, ooh, what party was that? Mm. Yeah. Audrey called Dawson because they literally don't, they like met somebody at a, um, a random parking lot. And then that person in the random parking lot drove them to this party. So they don't have a car. It's 2003. So it's not like they can like call an Uber. Nobody's calling a cab in 2003 in Los Angeles, <laughs> Santa Monica or Venice or wherever they are. So like, um, they call Dawson and J- Audrey's like, hey, don't tell Dawson about the drinking and the drugs. And Jack's like, I will not. If you sit on my lap the whole ride home. Ew. He's so creepy. Yeah. Like, why do um, men? I, yeah. That's it. That's a tweet. Why do men? Yeah. Enough men. And also, enough. Men. men. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now Dawson's in L.A. for the reshoots. The very next. Oh, no. He was in L.A. for the. For the meeting where he got offered a job of a lifetime. So hang on. So on Monday at 12.01, they wrapped the movie. By uh-huh. Tuesday, he was already back in L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they talked about that in the cold open. Okay. All right. That, that all checks out. I mean, it all tracks, but it's it's exhausting to think about. Yeah. Ugh, the mileage. Airline miles. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, so he's being good guy, good guy Dawson, picking them up from this random party. That's very nice because Audrey did drive a car through his childhood home. Yeah, go. <laughs> his widowed mother's single mother of a toddler toddler's home. Yeah. <laughs> So. And he's like, oh, no problem, Audrey. It's totally fine. I understand that you, even though you grew up here, I'm the only one you must know in Los Angeles. Yeah, Jack, you can't call your dad. He'd be like, good on you. I'll, I'll send my call. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Audrey tells Dawson that she wasn't ready to go to, back to school because she didn't want the judgment. But she's ready now. She's going to be good from now on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Let me tell you. That's not it. That's not. It. I take it from someone who's uh, said that before. <laughs> it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, at Hell's Kitchen, it's Eddie. It's now confirmed that it's Eddie that Joey's been trying to call. She leaves another message on his machine. And then she sits back down with Jack and David, who are not dating again, but are at a meal solo together as they do very often. Okay, I'm friends with meal benefits. Oh. I wish, <laughs> you know. If only. Um, she's like, okay, they're trying to cheer her up. She's like, okay, thanks. Hey, can you just pay for your sodas and fries at this bar <laughs> so I can go home? <laughs> um, and then she walks off and David says, there's nothing sadder than waiting for a phone call that'll never come. And that kicks off the conversation about how slutty Jack was over the summer which is very awkward. And David's like, Ugh. especially for someone who's not really even dating him. And also let Jack be. He's hot. This is a sex positive on your end. Exactly. Podcast. This is a sex uncomfortable podcast <laughs> for some of us, but <laughs> sex stuff. <laughs> what a character that I've developed over these six seasons of this show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Joey's about to walk out and go home, but Harley is back. With those guys. Yeah. Yeah. And Joey straight up is like, can you get away from these date rapists? Yeah. Good job. Don't trust men. No. Especially when you're underage. Yeah. Especially when you're overage. Any age. Don't trust Any men. Have age. you met men? <laughs> Have you met one? <laughs> Not all men. No, uh, but, but as we always say, enough, enough men. <laughs> and also. Enough. Uh, <laughs> at the aquarium the 1 p.m thing that has been built up for all week all week it's just the fish getting fed it's so stupid i'm like i would have been so mad at her i would have been like girl <laughs> i would have preferred naked mermaids swimming around this aquarium tank but it's just yeah. fish getting fed i almost lost my job over this i missed my piece of fucking pizza. big shark in there yeah, see what happens. Let them just go wild. <laughs> yeah. If someone made um, me miss out on a slice of pizza on my lunch break for that, I would have been pissed. Dude. <laughs> Is that what you think happens at his fake job? He says he gets a slice of pizza and then goes back to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. clocked oh, it. Yeah. I clocked right. it. <laughs> you hear pizza. <laughs> I'm like, well, it is your lunch break. You got to eat something. You don't know who David is, but you're like, well, I know what Pacey's eating for lunch. At 1245. <laughs> um, Pacey is not impressed, as we all are. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Emma says she doesn't normally go there every day, but this week she's just trying to figure Pacey out. Very rom-com coded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
um, because she says that he's changed his whole life, basically, and she's not sure why. Same. I will never understand the goatee. Yeah, but at least we've known Pacey. She's met him like two minutes ago. Yeah. We were there when he did other stuff, you know? We were there for a lot of the stuff. We were there for a lot of the stuff. All of the sweet, sweet noises of him and and Joey kissing, you know? I don't still think about it. Oh, sounds like it. I mean, sounds like you don't. No, I don't. Yeah. And Emma's known him for like a second. Is her name Emma? Yeah. Mm, Cool. Good job. Again, doesn't know. (laughs) But does know that he quickly clocked the pizza eating. Uh, on that, Pacey, Emma tells him that he should quit his job, shave his face, and grow back his terrible hair, which is all things that Pacey said he was at 15. At 15, he was a schmuck with bad hair, bad shirts, and chasing after things he couldn't have, which is arguably not the truth, because at 15, he was pulling teachers. Yeah. He was, he was he pulling, was pulling things bait. he shouldn't have, not yeah. couldn't have. <laughs> so she, so Pacey, she's like, hey, quit your job, shave your face, grow back your terrible ha- hair. Pacey says he's been thinking about doing that lately. And she says she doesn't believe that and won't believe him until he shows up there the next day without the goatee in a terrible Hawaiian shirt at, at and at one o'clock, which means he's either quit his job or ditched for the day again. So on a whim, he's supposed to just quit his job? Yeah, like there's things to think about. Also, he owes you rent. So is this smart? No. And stop. No. Stop with the Hawaiian shirts. I don't understand Hawaiian shirts. I never have, never will. Yeah, I agree. (sighs) At the peer counseling training, um, Jen is now talking to real people. She got a first phone call. It goes terribly. She gets hung up on. (gasps) She gets the hang up. Yeah. Which, how dare they? Yeah. It's like, this is, you should be so lucky. Yeah. Um, CJ says she's actually doing fine and probably that person was talking and then someone else walked into the room. That's very common. And then they get nervous and hang up. Um, and then the phone rings again. Jen gets too nervous. CJ answers. And it's that same, uh, girl and CJ who has two years on Jen is like, I'll answer. He tries not to, but finally he answers. And she's obviously, he's obviously much better. Again, he said two years of practice. Yeah. He's been doing this for a while. He's a pro. Yeah. Uh, in D-Town, B-Town, Joey is dragging Harley with her while she swings by Eddie's apartment. She, like, buzzes a few times. And then um, she's, like, a- as she's buzzing, Harley's giving her shit. And finally, Harley's like, oh, did you guys have sex? And Joey gives a very nice callback to the pilot with, um, what do you, you have sex all the time? Would you? You probably lost a few years ago to a trucker named Bubba, right? <laughs> I did not pick up on that. I did pick up on Joey's very appalled look at the idea of this 15-year-old asking her about sex. That would Which, have been you. fair. Yeah. Hmm? That would have been you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Also, like a 50, if a 15-year-old asked me at 19 about sex, I'd probably be like, don't. How do you even know that word? <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, someone leaves and Joey and Harley go into the building, knock on the door, and... The apartment is empty. And let me tell you, Joey is distraught. She's not just like shocked, like, oh shit. She is fucking distraught. Well, they had sex. 
I know. And so we know Joey, she's very emotionally attached now. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just fucking distraught. And I'm a little sad too, because I really liked Eddie and I liked his character and he was great eye candy and he was sucked. Yeah. And he left without even saying goodbye to me. You? Us as an audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At four. Now it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Starts Monday, with an F. Tuesday, Wednesday. Fuck. F-R-I. You got frightened. Mm. <laughs> Friday. Friday. <laughs> Am I right? No one's ever done that before. That's a good joke. Yes, yeah, very original. <laughs> all right. So now it's the act five. Now we're in Friday. Now we're in the uh, the, the end of all these storylines. <laughs> they call that in the writing biz the climax. <laughs> <laughs> that seems too sexual to be in the writer's room. <laughs> Um, so Pacey did not quit his job because the scene opens with him in a terrible Hawaiian shirt Um, still got his stupid goatee he is just about to take his lunch break late so he's going to go to this one o'clock thing with Emma Uh, and then Rich brings over some extra work that he needs to do in lieu of a lunch break because because he called in sick earlier in the week so he needs to play catch up which that's fair someone else could have done it he's doing it to be vindictive and we all know it yes he's a dick um and he's like pacey kind of is pissed off about it and rich is like hey you need to adjust your attitude and then he hands pacey his w2 and says i don't know what's in there but i'm guessing it's more than they pay fry cooks and then pacey's like ha like you'd have any idea also also I imagine that your boss knows how much you're getting paid. So weird flex. <laughs> Super weird flex. <laughs> All of it's weird. Also, he's such a dick. Who cares? Fry cooks are great. Yeah. Pacey was doing just fine as a chef at a culinary darling such as colonization. Mm-hmm. Also yes. civilization. Damn it. <laughs> but again, what did Pacey have for lunch? Pizza. <laughs> um, uh, so he has to stay there and he misses his one o'clock meetup with emma who's like sitting there waiting for her and she sees this like poor schmuck who looks like pacey and great casting because he kind of does and then she's like oh and then he turns around and it's like oh it's just a poor schmuck yeah it's a bummer uh, at the peer counseling center, uh, no one is calling. So Jen's like playing with the buttons on her jacket and Jen's or CJ's reading. Um, and then it's just boring, basically. <laughs> Everyone's bored. Uh, so Jen finally tries to start a conversation, but CJ steps out for coffee. and he, She's like, no, you can't leave. If you leave, someone will call. Like, <laughs> duh. Yeah. He's like, I know that's the point of you working here so that I could eventually step out. <laughs> Yeah, there's just, there's the coffee thing right there. I'm just, give me two seconds. I'll be right back. I'll be able to see you the whole time. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, So as predicted, he goes out and then the phone rings. Jen answers and knocks it out of the park because she's Jen motherfucking Lindley. Obviously, she knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Before we know it, she's all like (laughs) gabbing with her old friend here on the phone. (laughs) Feet up. Yeah, smoking a cig. I want to tell you about things in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. <laughs> and David's, I'm not David. CJ's looking in through the window like, hmm, she's got it. She's yeah. a natural. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> uh, at the clinic, Jack's gotten himself a clean bill of health. I good. fully he, expected he, him to get uh, HIV. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, well, he was pretty <laughs> slutty over the summer. <laughs> yeah, and I think that would have been a really interesting storyline for the early 2000s, too. Well, they could never. They would never. No, I know. It was way too much for the dub B. <laughs> yeah, that's left for, you know, NBC. <laughs> Even maybe FX. <laughs> F- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, NBC also was not going to do that, actually, no. now that I'm thinking about it. It was definitely FX. Um, so he gets his clean bill of health and then, uh, he and David talk about their awkward talk yesterday about how Jack was a little slutty and David says it doesn't change anything because he could tell from a mile away that he was, Jack was going to end up being sluttier than him, but like in a cute way. I don't know. It's cute. All right. Yeah. No, we'll take it as a, as a cute way. It, it, it's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Do you not, is that not a compliment to you? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell from a mile away you'd be sluttier than me. That's not a, I don't understand what. No, it's fine. It's a, you know, so you think I'm pretty, you know? It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they have their first kiss, a little smooch. Oh, right there in the clinic. Yeah, in the <laughs> clinic after he calls uh, Jack a slut. He's like, I am STI free, baby. Kiss me. <laughs> Back in Hudson's class, um, Hudson, of course, picks on Joey because no one's talking and he has like a weird vendetta against him, her. So classic. He's like, I got to pick on Joey. It's important. Because her hair looks so great and shiny in this scene. Yeah. He's jealous. Doesn't it always? Like nice (laughs) earring, Hudson. Sick burn. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, um, jokes on him though, because Joey's got the fucking answer. Boom. Boom roasted. Nice earring. Uh, (laughs) Uh, and then Hudson gives her a little smile and then he's like, oh, you forgot something, you fucking idiot, but give you a little (laughs) smirk. (laughs) Uh, And then class is over and Hudson gives her $50 for babysitting Harley. Dude, can I babysit Harley? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, was this position <laughs> open? Jesus. Um, because in absolutely no surprise at all, it turns out Harley was going through something when she ditched what? class. I mm-hmm. did not see that coming. Yeah. Uh, and then Joey negotiates a little babysitting gig for herself, but gives back the 50 bucks. She says this one was on the house. Because it's a human thing, Hetson. You wouldn't know. It's a sick burn. It was a sick burn. I kind of liked it. Yeah. He's like, what is it, like girl stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that God. really you wouldn't know. <laughs> he has a teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. The poor thing. I know. God. Um, and then we end the episode out on the beach. Dawson has found Todd surfing. This is a the two shot of them is a fucking lovely golden hour two it's, shot. I was like, wow, what they must have had to have time out to get this shot and they milked it. They were like, let's pan across. Let's get all of this. before we punch in on them? It was pretty. It was very pretty. It was very pretty. I mean, well, they shot every other scene of this episode in chronological order before they got there. So they must've worked really hard. Mm. Well, it only takes whatever. They had 39 minutes of this episode before the scene. So it only took 39 minutes to film. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Actually, yeah, it's right. fine. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Would you work so hard? 39 minutes? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> no, they 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 probably paid so much to lock down this beach. They had to lock it down probably for the whole day because they got the Audrey Audrey stuff done mm-hmm. there too. But like they were like, we gotta, we got this golden hour. We're gonna yeah. fucking but use timing it. that is so hard. Yeah. And it good on them. And they did good. Yeah. It was a good job. Yeah. Looked great. Um so it turns out the studio called Todd and apologized um, after they offered Dawson the job and J- Dawson turned it down. Um, Todd convinced them to hire Dawson because it turns out that Todd is sometimes a good guy. So Todd is like, the studio came crawling back to me to direct my own film, but I told them no. And I said to give it to my assistant, who's 19 years old with zero experience, so that he can direct my film. Yeah, so that's is, that's fine. Is that not normal? No, it is not. Um, take it from two people who used to be prolifically in the business. That, in fact, is not normal, especially if you're not uh, a white guy. <laughs> yeah. So Dawson's going to direct it. Uh, my favorite part, though, is him telling... Oh, God, sorry. No, that's it. He's just going to fucking direct. <laughs> My favorite part was Todd telling Dawson that the first thing he has to do when he gets on set is take a picture of Natasha's face when she finds out Dawson is the director. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Because it's true. I want to see everyone's face. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know who I want to see? The fucking grips face. The grips. I want to see this. The first AD's face. Jesus Christ. I want to see the actor's faces. Even the. Oh, my God. I especially want to see the PA's faces. Oh my God. They're out there just fucking it's um it's Angela in the office uh throwing the Christmas lights on the <laughs> ground or the light bulbs on the ground. Yeah, in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh and that's our episode. Next week, season six, episode twelve, all the right moves. Oh baby. Yeah. There you go. That's our episode. Hey, what's that? Yeah. If someone wanted to ask you uh. about days of the week. Oh, okay. Where can they find you at? Great question. Would love to talk to you in depth about it um, at Ashley's as on Instagram. And that's all you can find me because I don't really love social media. And Kim. Sure. What's up? If anyone wanted to speak to you about um, the different types of um, containers you can have beverages in, where can they find you? Sure, there's just one. It's the mug, but I'm happy to answer any questions (laughs) No matter what it it is, it's the mug. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can find me. You said you hate social media? I don't love social media, no. Interesting. You can find me at Kim Moffat on Instagram, mm. X, LinkedIn, Facebook. At <laughs> <laughs> um, Kim Moffat is here on Google. Google is something that it doesn't exist yet, but it will by the time this airs. <laughs> Probably in 20 years. None of these um, websites will exist except for that one in 20 years when this episode can go back online. At uh, Kim Moffat is here on TikTok talking texts about drinks and other things. I love your TikToks. Thank you. You Always do. Them- you literally. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you were, if you went on TikTok and was like, I hate all women named Ashley, I'd be like, tap that <gasps> baby. And then you'd be like, who's <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> your thing is true. I would never though. No, but you know, I'm the sentiment. No, I know. Uh, show has no social media needs. Unfortunately, oh, so that is going to. What's up? We are on social media, uh, which I hate. Um, we're at Dawson's Darlings <laughs> on Instagram. Check us out. You're in great company. With whom? Oh, well, lately um, you can find us, our followers, 
I include mm. <laughs> include Drew Barrymore, um, Ashton Kutcher, um, Ryan Logan Paul, or whichever one of the ones we hate more. Um, yeah, all mm-hmm. of them follow us. Danny Masterson used to follow us, but for some reason he just disappeared, and um, I'm not really sure. Maybe he just unfollowed. As other stuff going on. But yeah. um, So yeah, it's, we have a ton of really unique followers, you guys. So Mm -hmm. you could be one of them. Wow. I'll have to check it out. You should. (laughs) All right. Well, that's the episode. 